During today's episode of Teg Talks, we'll be speaking with Stephen Wright, Director of Chesapeake Economic Development. Stephen's joining us shortly after the EDAC meeting at the beautiful Grassfield High School in the city of Chesapeake. Before we get too much into some of the specific details, for those who might be a little bit new either to the area, um, to the business community, can you describe uh, what it is that economic development does? What's your mission, vision? Well, you know, economic development, uh, there's a lot of things that that we cover here with the city, but really our primary objective is to bring uh, new business growth to the city. Um, And we do that for a couple of reasons. One, we want to do it because it provides jobs for our citizens, uh, but also because the businesses that uh, exist here in Chesapeake and that we hope to come to Chesapeake, uh, the revenue, the tax revenue that's generated from those businesses really is the key to maintaining a quality, uh, a high quality of life here within the city of Chesapeake. We've been very fortunate over many, many years to have a lot of success. And I think that's that success shows in the quality of life that we have here. We're a, a safe community uh, with wonderful education facilities. Again, shout out to Grassfield High School for all the great work that they're doing. Um, but we are a community that really has something for everyone. Um, and that that's something that we're really proud of and something we want to continue and, and build on. So economic development is key uh, to making sure that we can do just that. Absolutely. The, um, and, and it really is. Um, ever since joining the chamber, I've gotten a, a better appreciation regionally of what all the different cities have. And, and the one thing I will say, and I, I think you used the word for diversity, is that there's just so much um, that Chesapeake has to offer, um, especially in the last, really the last five to ten years. As you guys have really started to develop a different um, areas of Chesapeake. It's been it's been incredible to watch how that has changed um, over the years, and it's it's great. It's it provides a lot for anyone who's looking to move their family and and settle down in the community because there's just so much for them to to take advantage of. So, um, so what other departments uh, do you partner with um, from the economic development level? Well, you know, we always say economic development is a is a team sport. Uh, no one player or no one department does it all. Uh, Obviously, it's our job to coordinate all of that activity, but we work very closely with a lot of departments at City Hall. Uh, The planning department does some wonderful things, particularly in the South Norfolk section of the city uh, with some of the redevelopment initiatives. Um, But you know, with economic development, a business can't locate uh, if they don't have uh, access and infrastructure. So our public works department is critically important to us, uh, as well as public utilities. You know, you can have a wonderful business, uh, but if you don't have those uh, public utility facilities, uh, the water and sewer, um, (laughs) you're not going to have a very successful business. Uh, That's kind of definitely necessary uh to to have a strong thriving business here yeah absolutely the um and one of the things we i 
spoke about it when we first uh, opened up the podcast, but um, can you talk about uh, EDAC a little bit and what that relationship is? Yeah, you know, the EDAC, uh, we call it EDAC, it stands for the Economic Development Advisory Committee. Uh, this EDAC was probably started, wow, probably almost 30 years ago um, by my predecessor, Don Goldberg. Um, and really, it started as just a way for the Economic Development Department to sit down with a small group of uh, interested business people and just let them know what we're doing and find out kind of uh, what the, the talk on the street was uh, about business activity. Uh, and it's really evolved over many, many years. Uh, I think when the conference center came online, there was a decision to have it at the conference center on a monthly basis, and it, and it grew from just meeting with a select group of folks uh, to we kind of opened it up to a larger segment of our business community. Uh, and then about 10, 12 years ago, we made the decision that, you know, we're gonna open it up to everyone in the business community, and we're gonna take it on the road. And we're not only going to highlight and showcase the things that we do as an apartment, but we're also going to give some of our business, our businesses and things that make our business community great. We're going to let those institutions present uh, and kind of brag on themselves as well. So to that end, we probably only have one or two meetings at the conference center this year, uh, a year. And we rotate it to different types of businesses. We take it to the different areas of the city, uh, from Greenbrier to South Norfolk to Western Branch to Grassfield, where we are here today. So uh, we really try to take it on the road and expose not only the business community, but other institutions like the schools. We try to expose them to what it means uh, to have a great business here in the city of Chesapeake. Yeah, you really have had a diverse um group of individuals speak. I know right before the uh, end of 19, you had f uh, focused on some local nonprofits. Mm -hmm. So that's great. And, and it, I'd love to see that as a connector um, with, as you said, with education, the nonprofits, the, the for business, for-profit businesses, um, it really brings everything together and acts as a connector for all of those organizations oh, in the yeah. community, which is vital because when it all comes down to it, we all rely on each other we do. to be successful. So that's key. Yeah, you know, Teg, I've, I've had an opportunity over my career to work in a lot of different cities. And I will tell you that Chesapeake is by far, as a business community, it is the most philanthropic group of business leaders that I have ever come across. Um, that's why, you know, every, every uh, November, December, during the, the holiday season, which is really a time of giving, uh, we make a point to highlight the uh, local nonprofits that are doing wonderful things in Chesapeake, uh, even with the golf tournament that we have every year, which is a business appreciation tournament uh, that always results in a very large substantive donation to a local nonprofit charity uh, because this is a business community that really cares about the community and wants to help. That's wonderful. Well, and as you well know, um, this being a podcast, we never know who, who or when they may be listening. Um, but for those who do catch this in the next week, and even for those who, who catch this maybe later on in the year, um, can you speak a little bit about the golf tournament when it's traditionally held? Because I know in this case, for those listening, we're recording this basically in mid 
February um, of 2020. Um, but can you sp speak a little bit about when you do typically host that tournament for future time? Well, the golf tournament is always held in May. Uh, it's typically going to be on the first or second Friday in May. And the reason that we have it in May is because across the Commonwealth of Virginia, that is Business Appreciation Month. Um, so we want to make sure that we recognize our business community for the wonderful things that they do for us and with us. So that's why we always have that uh, event in May. Uh, it's a very unique tournament in that, you know, we have the businesses, again, they want to play or pay, I should say, to play in the tournament. And then we take those proceeds and we donate them to a local charity. Um, it's, it's a wonderful time that we have. Uh, it's a great time of uh, fellowship and there's a lot of food uh, and there's a lot of fun so I will tell you if you're if you hear this podcast and you're interested in participating please go to our website uh, chesapeakeva.biz uh, and get in contact with us uh, I will tell you though if if, if you're hearing this in April uh, it's probably too late because this thing sells out every year uh, and because this is our 20th year that we're going to be doing it on May 8th of 2020, uh, we anticipate that it's going to sell out very, very quickly. Wow. Well, I know it's greatly appreciated and, and uh, it's, it's something absolutely wonderful that you all pull together every year. Um, so can you talk a little bit about the differences and the similarities between your team's efforts and those of uh, Hereta, which for those who may not be familiar with, with the acronym, um, Hereta is the Hampton Roads Economic Development Authority, um, which acts more on a regional uh, mm -hmm. basis. So can you talk a little bit about your role, their role, and then how maybe you all partner? Well, I, I first have to tell you that the you know, the HREDA or the Alliance, as we call them, um, they do a wonderful job. Um, and traditionally, they have been an organization that has really been a marketing organization to really market the region. Um, you know, they're going through a bit of a transition right now. They've got some wonderful new leadership uh, with Doug Smith, uh, and he is really uh, taking that organization to the next level. They're getting they're still doing the, the marketing and promoting Hampton Roads as a desirable business location, but additionally, they're getting into some other things. Um, you know, they're getting into really the rebranding effort of our region, uh, and they're also getting engaged in workforce, and, and not workforce from a typical workforce development standpoint, helping people find jobs, but really they're getting involved in a talent attraction. Um, you know, having the talent, having the labor force that businesses want, that's really the key to landing new business investment in any city or any region. So they're getting actively engaged in that, and I think it's going to pay some, some huge dividends. Now, our relationship with them is, is outstanding. We work very closely with them. Uh, traditionally, their job has been to go out and find the projects or the prospects, if you will, and bring those prospects to the region. And then all the different cities kind of fight, uh, duke it out to figure out which one can can land that project. So um, their role is critical, and as I said, it's evolving, um, but it's it's really really important that they get the funding and the resources that they need because as they are successful, 
we in Chesapeake will be successful as well. Oh, that's great. And um, and just a quick correction, because I believe I misspoke at the end of that. You actually caught me. Um, it is the Alliance. So I don't want Elisa or Jillian to, to be calling me up going, hey, buddy, you got the, the name wrong. So it is the Alliance. So sorry, Elisa. Um, and Tag, if I, I, I really have to say this, yeah. it, it's really important for folks to understand that the, the, the Hampton Roads Chamber of Commerce, that's another regional organization that does wonderful things, really promoting a really pro-business climate here. I will tell you, when businesses are looking for where they're going to locate, they always want to know what type of business climate exists. You know, in, in some states or regions like California, you know, businesses are often almost persecuted um, mm. for being in business. But here in Virginia, particularly here in the Hampton Roads region, the chamber has done a wonderful job of making sure that the businesses that are here get the support they need. And for new businesses that are coming in, they're providing that wonderful example uh, as to how a business community should look and should operate. Well, so, and I appreciate you. it. I, we really do. And, and I'll tell you to give not not to turn this into a total love session but <laughs> but i i will say in all honesty um i mean i've i've become a much more involved over the last couple of years and and a shout out to you and your team because i you ha, you guys have been absolutely incredible to work with um there's there's definitely a a core group of economic development teams in in all of hampton roads that i think um contrary to what may or may not be talked about in the community the reality is um we all really partner well together there's okay. still a lot of a lot that can be done there's still a lot of things that we could all be doing collaboratively that we'd like to to, to be a bit more cohesive with but i can tell you when i pick up the phone and talk to casey or if, if i if i reach out to poor sherry who who uh, uh, umpteen times that I'm calling regarding helping out with, with ribbon cuttings and, and getting the mayor in a particular place at a particular time. Um, it's absolutely been a, a joy to work with your team. And to your point, because of that, um, it really does make it easier for us and I'm sure for your team to be able to do the things that allow us to celebrate the businesses in your community um, because everyone is so welcoming um uh shout out to to mayor rick west who when we reach out to him and, and sherry does um, that he's willing to come out and and do the the shaking hands and cutting ribbons and all of that leads to a really great uh, environment for the business community so knowing that for us to be able to connect with those new businesses like you say and say look, I've got a great team for you to work with over in the city of Chesapeake. It, is, it makes our life easier. I'm, I hope it makes your all's life easier. So um, it is greatly appreciated. Well, it, it you know, it's like I said, it, it's a team effort. And, and I will tell you, as someone that has worked in different communities, not just here in Hampton Roads, but in, in the Commonwealth of Virginia, uh, I can tell you that you don't have that positive pro-business climate you don't have the success that we've had unless the leadership really buys into it. And here in Chesapeake, uh, our mayor, our city council, our city manager, and the administration, they clearly understand how important economic development is. Uh, they give us all the support and all the resources that we need. So I, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't thank uh, council, the mayor, city manager, for all that they do 
to make the business community here in Chesapeake I'm a little biased, but I think they're the best in all the Hampton Roads. So. <laughs> well, they, they, they are absolutely a great group of, of people, and, and, it, and it definitely shows. Um, so as we, as we come out of 18, we're recording this in February. You're heading into 2020. Um, I know uh, Mayor West is going to be speaking at the, the State of the City here at the end of the month to, to kind of celebrate the successes you all had uh, during 2019. Um, but, um, in the spirit of what have you done for me lately? <laughs> so what's on the horizon? I mean, what are you looking forward to? What are you, what are you most excited about as we head into the, to the next year? Well, I will tell you one of the things that I, I, I certainly don't want to step on the mayor's toes cause he's got some wonderful news to deliver, uh, at his state of the city address. But I will tell you 2019 was one of the better years that we've had in quite some time, but 2020, my goodness, it has started off with a big, big bang. Um, awesome. I think the mayor is gonna be poised to make some major announcements uh, about new businesses that are coming in and all over the city. Um, I can tell you right now from an investment standpoint, we are have, have our eyes and are pretty close to landing at least about $200 million worth of new capital investment and all that's in the first two months of 2020. So, so far 2020 is, is looking like it's going to be one of our best years ever. Um, so we're excited about it. I can tell you and just in, to go into a little bit more detail, uh, we're really excited about the fact that in 2020, I think we're going to have some new pieces of property to market. You know, one of the things that we have struggled with here in Chesapeake, I think the region has struggled, yeah. quite honestly, the entire state of Virginia has struggled with identifying good sites for businesses to, to locate on and build. Um, in Chesapeake, a lot of the, the best sites are already taken. Mm -hmm. uh, so now we're looking at those sites that have a few more challenges associated with them, be it uh, wetlands or lack of infrastructure. So 2020 is going to be an opportunity for us to really uh, discover and invest in some sites uh, that will allow us to compete with the likes of Savannah and um, Charleston and other cities in the Southeast to land some of these big projects. Uh, and of course, I would be remiss if I didn't mention the 4,000 acre site that we have <coughs> here at the bottom of the Route 17 corridor, the Williams Farm. Yeah. Um, I think 2020 will be a year where we see some investments made in that site to move that site a little bit closer to being the shovel-ready mega, mega site um, that it that it should be. So yeah. exciting absolutely. things coming in 2020. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That Williams has, has been on the radar for some time. And I know we at the Chamber <clears throat> have had many a conversation about that. So it's uh, we're, we're also excited to hear any positive news on, on that front. And um, as that changes, uh, as you said, we have the state of the city coming up, but we, we'd love to hear more as it, it comes about. Um, and to that point, um, before we get too close to wrapping up, I want to make sure that I give uh, Casey and your team um, a little a shout out with your podcast, um, the uh, Chesapeake Edition. Um, Casey's done a great job with that. Um, I know you can find that on Spotify and, and Apple Podcasts. So if, uh, if you want to listen a little bit more, 
Um, and <clears throat> correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe right now you're in the middle of a, is it a small business series? Yes. Uh, Casey and the team are doing a wonderful job of bringing some small business resources uh, to the podcast. You know, small businesses don't have the resources of a large business, obviously. You know, uh, with a large business, they have legal departments, they have finance departments, um, they have operational departments. Uh, many times with a small business, they got one department, and that one department does it all. Uh, so what we've decided to do through the podcast is to bring some small business resources that can help businesses uh, focus on what they do well, uh, but link them up with some of these resources that can help them uh, kind of get over the hump um, and, and make them more successful uh, and more profitable. So, And I believe you've had two of those so far? We've had two so far. <coughs> A lot of them have focused, both of them have, have focused primarily on uh, access to capital. You know, we know small yeah. businesses are typically uh, undercapitalized and underfunded. Uh, so we want to make sure that small businesses understand where they can go to get the funds and the capital that they need. Um, be it startups, uh, be it existing businesses, they need to know that there's money out there. Yeah. And if they go about it the right way, they can access it to make their business more profitable. Yeah, that's great. Um, well, again, for, for those listening, hopefully if you're listening to this, you're interested in, in business-related podcasts and information. So check out Chesapeake Edition. It's uh, Chesapeake E.D.Ition. So uh, check it out. And um, uh, I appreciate you coming on today. Uh, is there anything else you want to, to let our listeners know before we wrap up today? Well, I, I think for all of the folks in Chesapeake, they clearly understand and know what a great community Chesapeake is for business. But if you're not in Chesapeake, uh, you need to get in touch with us because we have plenty of room uh, here in this great city. We are the, the second largest city in land mass and now the second largest city in population. So Chesapeake wow. is a growing community and we want uh, to help your business grow uh, in our city as well. So please get in touch with the Economic Development Department. We'd love to talk to you and let you know about all the opportunities that we have here. Well, thank you again for joining us. Uh, thank you, the listeners, for tuning in. And um, y'all have a great day. And, and this is me calling out from uh, Grassfield High School, home of the Grizzlies. So go Grizzlies.